0: Welcome to Drunk on Comics podcast, episode three hundred and ninety-five. Now oh, that
1: all of our listeners' eardrums have been blown out was from that, that very vigorous listeners. opening, what? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I was so boisterous. Yeah. At the beginning of this episode, it
1: goes downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> it very much does. <clears throat>
0: we talked a lot of mutant
1: Yes, mutant and television shows. Dumb, dumb.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. This episode was. There isn't much more to talk about beyond that. So sit back, grab a drink or three, cause you'll need it, <laughs> and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode three hundred and ninety five. This one is like a car accident.
1: Or no fun, Tony. No fun, Tony. <laughs> com. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when uh, we do that, except for sometimes we get some of the best uh, sound bites, and then I just
1: and then we them. don't use them at all. Mm. We always, you always mentioned saving them so we could put them together in fun little bits.
0: Did you save them?
1: No, he doesn't. He just erases them. That's too much work for me. It is. He barely and save and then opening can, a new file. He can barely splice the intro with the music with the podcast.
0: You can barely even write anything when I ask.
1: That's not true. I fucking, every time you ask me, I write it, and it's amazing. That is true. I just wait for you to ask me, and presume that if you don't ask me, you're going to do it. Some busy lady. And I got shit going on.
0: <laughs> you're
1: also an angel. I am an angel. You be nice to me. I saved <laughs> your life. <laughs> oh, good. Well,
0: you guys are done fighting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saved his life on Friday.
0: So, I have had the worst luck with cars. I may have mentioned it in the last podcast, but not fully in depth. I got T-boned going highway speeds on the highway and then flew across traffic and hit the other guardrail on the other side. And I'm walking. I'm living. My body still kind of hurts in places, but walked away, which is the greatest thing. But I have no car. Yep. Then I'm borrowing my father's (laughs) extra car. Which I'm not used to, nor... I I noticed that the gas was low. However, my old car would yell at me that the gas is low. I got on the highway, coming home from work, and started puttering out on the highway. And I thought, fuck, I broke my dad's car now. Nope, it was just the gas. (laughs) And Linz was able to come help me. Saved him. So I was so happy.
1: And then my car died (laughs) the next day. So, it's like reverse. Good I blame karma. you. <clears throat> I blame you. It's your fault. My
0: my bad car luck has r- yeah. rubbed off on you.
1: Yeah. Sucks.
0: Just don't look at me. <laughs> I don't need that kind of shit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a very busy week as well hanging out with each other. I know. It's a lot. been a lot. He was like
1: I've seen you every day almost. Like I didn't see you yesterday, but I saw you. Wednesday, I almost thought of Thursday, calling you yesterday Friday.
0: just to <laughs> say hey, you miss me yet?
1: <laughs> oh, we've done a lot of podcasts this week.
0: Some coming out later. Yep. Some Marty have dropped. If when we if if I can put my brain to time and think of when I posted from where we're posting this one,
1: that didn't make any sense. No.
0: So to me, it didn't either.
1: I guess what we're saying is if this podcast seems a little lackluster, it's because we used up all our funny earlier in the week.
0: (laughs) I think we can still pull something out. I just think we're tired.
1: Yeah. It's been a week.
0: And it's going to be two weeks. (laughs) In two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Again. (laughs) Let's just get down to it and review some books. Okay. Now, the first book that I want to talk about is Fallen Angel. Mm, hmm uh-huh. uh, Number one, mainly because I started reading it and then realized I missed something important in another book. Yes. Which I will get to.
1: Yeah, Fallen Angels was like, literally X-Men 2 came out, and Fallen Angels was the last one you should have read before X-Men 2 came out. And previous to that, there were like... Well, not even that, before X- other- X-Force... I think Fallen Angels was after X-Force. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. What I needed to yeah. read
0: X-Force in order to understand totally what was going on. So Fallen Angels, I'm like, all right, looking at the, the cover, I'm like, okay, that's Psylocke, X-23, Cable. Baby Cable. Yeah.
1: GQ Cable. I
0: do not like him at all. It was the whole decimation thing that he happened. came back and
1: killed the... Elder version of himself yeah. and then stuck around.
0: And then I read the old X-Force where he was kind of trying to get the band back together and explain how he had to kill the older Cable and the team didn't trust him, but then they eventually kind of trusted him. And
1: Thanks to Gene. Okay, I I mean, that could be...
0: No, I just don't like the younger Cable. It and just... he
1: looks weird. Like, he's too, like unruffed up looking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you look at the elder cable and you you look at him and you're like he's been through some shit. His like rage and anger is justified. And then you look at this tiny little baby pretty cable and you're like, "He's just boy, you just haven't been through anything yet." <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. And now you have a loving family? Like that's not a cable thing. <laughs> <laughs> Parents who are taking care of you? What? It's crazy.
0: So you get this first, At first, all right, I will say about this book, I wasn't too thrilled with the art, but then it grew on me a bit. And then at first of the story, I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Then it started getting kind of cool. Yeah. And this whole vision thing uh, that Psylocke had had, I'm thinking, okay, this is. This is, you know, a plot thread. You know, it's just pulling at me. And then when you get Magneto, who's kind of being his king of his own little part of the island. I love that he's tells her no. Yeah. Nope. Rules. You're not allowed to, to go. Can't break them. But then again, he says, go talk to Mr. Sinister. And anything that has Sinister, I'm super happy but it was within this exchange, too, that he says, what should we call you? I'm like, why don't you just call her fucking Betsy or, you know, Psylocke? But then I found out that this is not uh, Betsy Braddock.
1: No. And if you would have read Excalibur prior to this, you would know that. Because that one features Betsy as she originally Well, was. that's,
0: yeah. And I knew that she had a different body, but I was... Very confused, or has her old body, mm-hmm. but I was confused who this individual was that was in this body, which is the original owner of, owner the, body. of the body, Yeah, that I had to do some research and, and find out that back when Spiral had split <coughs> uh, Elizabeth Braddock from, well, when she walked up on shore and this person was hurt and helping them and tricked him and, yeah, pretty much made two uh, twin clones. Where they both had half of both uh, Psyche. Um, this, uh, was it Quanan Yeah. Uh, who, her original name had small telepathy, so she technically was a mutant. Uh, you now have, yeah, two individuals. So Now this person has their body back, which makes sense with the cloning pits and all that. Mm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, well, and Quan- Quanon, Quanon, Quanon. I'm not sure. Kima, I, don't, I don't even Kima. think that, that that's her original name. I think so. She she was part of the Hand, and she was trained by the Hand, and I think that's the name they gave her because oh, yeah. she doesn't want to use it. She's like, I'm done. That's my that's my shackle. I don't want it anymore. So they just call her Psylocke. And it was
0: <laughs> it was from that conversation that I realized that I missed the entire big thing of Charles's death. Yes. Which then I'm like. What the fuck? This world just started. I know. And then you're like, well, he could come back, but I'm so leaving. Talking about this to X Force. Yes. Where spoiler alert: last week Charles died. Yeah. And uh, sure, resurrect his body, but will this is where I'm curious as if he's had some very important revelations in the last couple of days that he won't remember. Mm. Or does he need to be present for downloading consciousness like
1: Well, he is the person who downloads the consciousness, right? It's his brain that is the conduit for that. He's the one that's basically But he has the other backup places that yeah, they can Yeah, he stores it there like but he's the conduit. So like without him it's not getting backed up basically. Um, oh yeah, it's
0: not getting backed up uploaded now, but they right. could download. Yeah. And so one of the things that they always mentioned the first one was and I knew I know it's going to come to play eventually is what happens when a person isn't dead and they resurrect them mm. cuz we also had within that uh domino yeah being captured right how they infiltrated and everything within that one and I'm wondering if Xavier uploaded his consciousness somewhere else and if they resurrect a new Charles if there's then two Charleses?
1: You think that he didn't die when they shot him in the face? When
0: he's died before and he uploaded (laughs) his consciousness. I see. He's been, you know, floated in the astral plane, so what happens if they make a new body and they download Uh... his memories to that new body and there's original
2: Charles? Uh, If there's there's more than one Charles and it's pronounced two Charles like deer, (laughs) just... Not know. Charles's. It's not Charles's. Charles's. Maybe he 20.
1: knows because he is a Charles. <laughs> oh my God! you're Professor X. And if there were two of him, it yep. would still be Charles. Yeah.
2: Not.
0: Or or Professor X's. <laughs> and again, I love everything that goes uh, within these books. The little excerpts on those pages. Yeah,
1: some of them I feel like I don't want to read, and other ones are really interesting.
0: But then again, though, they all have something to do with it, so there's probably hidden meanings I know, there
1: always is, Jonathan Hickman.
2: Or super obvious ones.
1: Yeah. Right? I mean... Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Going back to Fallen Angels, just the ending was just kind of great. They have their own team. This feels like more of an X-Force than the actual X-Force book yeah. was. The
1: X-Force seems like an original X-Force. So I don't know if you remember when... X-Force was originally created. It was after Jean had come back and was the Phoenix for the second time and Cyclops had left or had hooked up with Madeline Pryor produced Baby Cable Baby Cable got sent into the future. They killed Madeline Pryor and then after that they created (laughs) X-Force. So this seems a little bit like OG X-Force and not like the good X-Force from the 90s.
0: So, yeah, those, that's, without giving away the ending, it's got me intrigued. Yeah. All these books do. The moment I start reading them, they're interwined. You can read them separately, but if you're not reading them all.
1: Interwined. Mm. Yeah. Intertwined? You know,
0: yes. That.
1: <laughs> interwined sounds like a way you drink wine somehow. It may have been
0: <laughs> what I did before reviewing this Intravenously? Book. Or like when you, like, complain
2: to yourself in your head. Oh, Interwined.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I liked in X-Force how the humans, I'm assuming that they're humans and not like, they're obviously not mutants, but you know, there's all kinds mm. of powered people out there who aren't mutants, um, got onto the island, proving that they're not completely secure. I like how they are using... Fungal spores. Uh, Cassidy, Black Tom Cassidy, as like the defense mechanism for the island because he can communicate with the island and basically be the alarm for all these perimeters that have been set by the island. But they used... You know, they used... The humans used somebody's blood to, like, mask themselves, like, scent themselves as a mutant so it wouldn't set off any Hmm. alarms, which I thought was really interesting. Um, In Fallen Angels... Like, I don't know much about this version of Psylocke. Like, I know the Betsy Braddock story. Don't know much about this character. Um, The idea of a, uh, like, a drug that is, like...
0: The overclock drug. A
1: computer that you put on your head. So it's it's, not
0: illegal. Right. They're all legal parts. And I thought, that is interesting. And they're like, you can't overdose from it because it's... Which they keep saying there has been no overdoses. And so, you know, whenever they say something has never happened in comic books,
1: then it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was. And so, I also read New Mutants, and I didn't like that one as much. It was just kind of like they all decided to go into space to get Sam. And I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like, Cypher went with them, and now nobody. That's the only thing I can see coming out of this Cypher went with them into space. And he's the only person who can talk to the island. Mm-hmm. So now they're <coughs> stuck out there. Um, Corsair's still a dick. Of course, <laughs> I learned that. Even even though him and his sons have reconciled, he's still a giant dick. Uh, but I also read X-Men too, And I, won't, I know you haven't read it yet, Tony. I won't give it too much away. But this one was awesome and weird. And there's, like, the new island. There's another island that... Krakow is trying to meet up with
0: and have baby islands and
1: have island connectivity with like they're
0: interesting they're a couple
1: who are finally reunited after all these years yep and there's a child (laughs) child of a horseman that pops up so one of Apocalypse's children child grandchildren yeah his technical not technical (laughs) grandchild but like metaphorical grandchild yeah um, just really good. It's really good. The banter Cyclops is weirding me out a little bit in this book. Cause you're like him? Well, no, no, no. But he's like, it's, it's like he's trying really hard to be a good dad. But it seems like one of those good dads that's like you've been gone their entire life. Now all of a sudden they're sh- over showering you with affection. Yeah, uh. but he's also
2: kind of annoying too. Like the, yeah. these two islands are coming together. And because they got together, he, like, covers the <laughs> guy's fa- uh, eyes. Yeah. So it looks like, you know, like, if those islands were having sex right then. Right. He covers the kid's eyes. Yeah. Like, as it, if it's a thing. And he's, like... Right. making <laughs> Making mistakes I've made in my life or something like that. he goes, what was that? Well, son, I think that's how all my best mistakes have happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's weird... Because he's like, it's cringy. Like it's cringy in a w- different way than he's normally cringy. But like he has this whole conversation with Rachel About how he's going to take her to Hawaii And then he changes his mind Decides it's going to be another island he's like, we'll put it on the calendar for next year And I'm like, ew! <laughs> Stop it, it's so gross I don't know what's going on But I don't like dad cyclops I <laughs> think he's really creepy <laughs> So, anyway, island sex, creepy dad cyclops That's what I got out of X-Men 2 <laughs> Really good.
0: Charles, what do you have for us? I have n-
2: things to talk about from Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, but that's <laughs> that's all on interviews, though.
0: So. All right. Well, why don't you talk about some of the things from Comic Con? We were at Grand Rapids Comic Con last weekend. We had a blast was it last
1: weekend.
0: Yeah, oh it does gosh. feel like it was. <laughs> it
1: feels like so much stuff happened <coughs> between now and then that it was like three weeks ago. Oh, it was last week though.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, our last episode has our thoughts hanging out with Derek Becker and Matt Links. Yep. It's already posted. Yep. But what else do you have? Matt Links. Yeah. That was the other dude that was hanging out with us. At Uh, Antler.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm horrible with names.
2: It's
1: okay. It's all right. It's all right. I don't
2: even remember how many people I interviewed. Honestly, Uh, it was like I kind of black out sometimes when I'm. (laughs) <laughs> nervous and stuff, and start saying weird. St- and I, they're like talking, and I'm trying to think of the next thing to say. And then I'm looking at this this book that it, I'm looking at for the first time ever. I opened it up and stuff, and I'm like trying to questions about this, questions about that. Um, one one of the standout ones was the the really the really gross and the you know the book that I got that I like. Oh,
1: sp- arsen- arsenic lullaby? Uh, lullaby. yeah, yeah, Arson yeah. Lullaby.
2: That that was interesting. The reason I went up there is because it, it said something about featured in M- Mad magazine. Oh. I was like, Well I guess that's gonna be, you know, worth looking at and it totally totally was. Yeah. It's creepy and it has little <clears throat> it's like it <clears throat> it's like it has morals and happy endings in, in dark places. I was gonna
1: say, but it's super dark and disturbing. The the one the one that you had me read, uh was about the pedophile, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it had such a wonderfully twisty ending that, Wonderful, like, yeah. you get, you read through the whole thing and you're like, this is, like, I want to stop reading this. I want <laughs> to stop reading this. I want to
2: stop reading this. I want to stop reading this. Yes.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yep.
2: It's like re- redeems itself yep. at the end.
1: It does. It does. <coughs> so.
2: And this is like, you know, just one one page. Yeah. That was one page. And then another page is similar. Yep. But um apparently the entire thing is uh one larger picture, which is kind of kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. Super good. Super good. But other than that, Charles didn't read any books this week. Yeah, but Tony sh- knew that though yeah. before he asked him. He was just being a dick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean you guys want to try- talk about uh the impeachment traffic. No. <laughs> I got all sorts of news about that.
1: Uh no no I do not want to talk about that. Not at all. So uh, You guys both
0: watched The Mandalorian? Yes. yes.
1: You didn't though. Nope. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Because <laughs> Fuck, I can no. talk for fucking hours about it. I see
0: everyone posting and well, I really need to I go of your guys' houses. I only watched the one.
2: So
1: So the both episodes there's two episodes that are out now. They're both really, really good. The second one, to me, was like so Star Wars, like it totally just—you watch it and you get done, and you're like, Star Wars, like you just get the original Star Wars feeling. Um, the effects that they use are are nice because it's like a mix of computer-generated effects and and practical effects, much like Star Wars has always been. Um, oh, the little baby Yoda. <laughs> This is the cutest thing ever, and I'm gonna I can spoil that because if you go on the internet at all right now, I mean everyone's got it out there. Like you can see the pictures of it and stuff like that. Obviously, it's not Yoda. It's nobody knows what Yoda's race is, so it's whatever Yoda is. They're Yodas. They're not Yodas. That's his name. It's, <laughs> it's
0: like one of us being named human. We're human. The human.
1: So there was Yoda an, the Yoda. There was enough in the Phantom Menace. There was Gaddle who was also of the same species as Yoda, also Force-sensitive. In the extended universe, in the books, there was a couple other of the species who were also Force-sensitive. So that means that this species is Force-sensitive. That's all I'll say hmm. <laughs> without giving too much away. Um, but holy shit, it's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. <clears throat> like merchandise, extravaganza coming out of this. I can see it already.
2: IGA88 was in the first one. That was interesting. I've always wanted to see that. Yeah, and it's it's funny. He's he's in Empire Strikes Back, so you're you're sitting there with a um like a major, right? Who's in the fucking yes. original trilogy? Yes, so, so it's this, not like it, you know it's not like you're not taking from you right know, nowhere. It's it was always there.
1: Yep, yeah. This takes place five years <coughs> after Return of the Jedi, so not. Too if far you don't, after If you that. don't know,
2: IG-88 is the um, the robot assassin uh, for hire. Right? Yeah. He was with when you see Boba Fett for the first time in Empire Strikes Back with all those different assassins when he tells, uh, Darth Vader's telling him, uh, go and get them, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, fun fact, the head of IG-88 is just some prop used in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. from from um From the cantina, I think? Yeah. You'll see IG-88's head in the cantina. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah, so good, though. So good. Definitely watch it. I mean, get Disney Plus if you haven't gotten it yet. There's so much. Like, you could... It's just... It's a time suck. You could just spend all day watching it. I watched the X-Men animated series a bunch. We have watched a shit ton of movies, like...
2: Caveat, though. Like, you don't want to, like, be responsible for people's unhappiness. When I first got uh, Disney Plus going, I was very unhappy. Yeah? <laughs> it just wouldn't... It wouldn't load. Uh, oh. it, it would keep on... It would start... It would start the movie and then, you know, three minutes in it would just crash. Oh basically. We did not error this, error that have
1: that problem.
2: The only thing that did work fully all the way was the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they just put all their power into the
1: Possibly. Everyone you know, was wanting to watch that. I think it was the only new content they had on at the time, or although maybe the Lady in the Tramp was also available.
2: Oh yeah, I didn't even try to watch yeah. that yet.
1: Because that was straight to Disney Plus too. the Lady in the Tramp movie. <coughs> Um, so, oh, so good though, it's so good. <laughs> the Mandalorian, it's just so good.
0: What else you feel is like really great on Disney Plus? Like, yeah, like is there like a movie that you're like, God, I haven't seen that forever and started
1: no, watching? I it? mean, like I said, we watched X Men, we watched a bunch of the Marvel movies, we watched Up, which that movie fucking makes me cry in the first five minutes every goddamn time, like oh. tears, sobbing tears out of my face.
2: 90s Spider-Man is on there. Oh, yeah. I've been looking for that for a bit.
1: Yep. There's a funny meme that I saw.
0: The cartoon series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yep. There's a funny meme that I saw that was it's just a picture of some, you know, medicine and a cat that you're force-feeding, but it goes, 90s uh, cartoons on Disney Plus, pills, and then force-feeding them to the kids, (laughs) because... Yeah, that's what most parents should be doing right now. We're living, yeah. the, watching the shows and then being like, no kids, you will watch this and you will love it.
1: Yeah, my kid already, even without Disney Plus, my kid lived through that because I worked at a video store so I could find almost anything I wanted to force feed him. And, he, and now he appreciates it like every teenager should.
0: Well, speaking about kids, I feel like this whole show will probably turn into kind of some TV show reviews. I watched all of uh, Toys That Made Us, mm. the new season, mm-hmm. there's only four of them. Even watching about My Little Pony, I'm fascinated how these concepts came to be. There's uh, They show cartoons from back in the day of other products that it may have gone against. And I'm just like, God, it just takes me back to childhood. And then seeing some of the fans on each episode talk about their collections.
1: And you're like, why am I not on this show? Have yeah. you not seen my house?
0: Oh, but I don't have collection. I have some good old school Transformers, but nowhere near some of these people. But one of the episodes was Power Rangers, and it's really cool how they go about not just the toys, but what created the toys. And so they went over a, a brief how they came to be, which is great for anyone to just understand how that miraculously happened and how it made the toys
1: Miraculously. Toy- Yes. Wow.
0: And yeah, because it was <laughs> not... People didn't want it, and it made a shit ton of money for mm-hmm. everyone involved. When I watched, so I, what,
2: first season or something like that? I don't know, early on to that. <clears throat> the story behind
0: Barbie was... I was fascinated. Yeah, <laughs> it was, It's so interesting. It really is. They're, it's one of the best. I wish they'd make more at a time. I understand it takes a while to film some documentaries and how they do it, but even the voiceover, like I love some of the cuts. You know it's probably not exactly what was asked in the interview, but when you have the reaction from the people, it kind of makes it a little bit funnier. Uh, Going back to My Little Pony, it was a whole thing of making the horses be able to stand up by themselves. So back in the day they had to put washers in the butt area so that the heads it wouldn't keep flopping forward. Mm. They kept re really showing this one shot of every time something bad happened on production of oh, this just little plastic horse just falling over and it got it got so it was hilarious. Then it got to the point where I'm like this is dumb and then it came back around to like where it was hilarious again. Mm. Mm. That was definitely a good... Uh, so
1: what was the most interesting thing about My Little Ponies that you learned? Besides washers in their ass. Or was that it?
0: Wash your ass.
1: Wash your ass. <laughs> yeah, just that there was different. Uh... How did the cutie marks come about?
0: So the whole th- watch it, but it came. Watch came it. About... I don't want to. I want you to see about it. It just came about because they wanted to differentiate and sell many of them. They were going to came from my pretty pony, which <laughs> was about a two foot tall little thing pony, and one of the uh, ladies that was involved in making it said we need to make multiple of them so make them smaller they're collectible then because you can Mm -hmm. do many different versions and that's where the cutie marks came to be uh, so that they could just slap that on an ass and
1: Mm. then it's a
0: whole different one add different colors okay very smart
1: yeah it is and then you know Cart- the toys became before the cartoon. That was the most wonderful thing about the '80s: is you had these toys, and then they just made magnificent cartoons out of all of them, <clears throat> as opposed to making cartoons and then having toys from the cartoons. Um, but of course, now we have bronies, which I don't know if it played out well in the long run. They talked briefly
0: of that, <laughs> and it was interesting. It made me
1: realize you're a brony.
0: No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs>
1: But it made me,
0: it made me curious about learning more about bronies. Is it all just fake?
1: Mm, Is it
0: all like some giant, you know, ha ha, we're doing this in irony? Because that's what uh, it sounded like in the documentary that it started off as that. Mm. But then it also sounded like these people were starting to pretend. And then like, well, wait, this this is actually pretty good. I actually kind of like this. I'm not saying I don't like cartoons of any sort. Just some cartoons aren't geared towards me.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Nothing against bronies. I just I kind of want to go to a brony convention, to tell you the truth.
1: I don't know if I ever want to do that.
0: <laughs> but if you're, would gonna be go, interesting... if you're
1: going to go dress like a brony, I will totally come with you. I, w-
0: I would totally immerse myself
2: <laughs> in it all. Charles, you in? Oh, I don't even know what we're talking about when it comes to... What is this, a brownie? Bronies. <laughs> oh <Brownie>? no, Bronies. <laughs> Like a like, like a like, like a girl
1: scout male like a bro
0: pony yeah oh, male fans
1: of My I, Little Pony
2: I, I I don't think I've ever heard that before
0: bronies uh why don't you quick uh Google Look Google Brony and just see the <laughs> it's first,
1: a, <laughs> first t- <laughs> turn your porn filter on <laughs> and then Google Brony I don't, I don't have a porn filter
2: <laughs> oh is it gonna get weird it might okay it's gonna take two <laughs> Google asked me seconds. do you mean brownie
1: Uh-oh. it really knows me
0: like. <laughs> Like bro hyphen? No, just B R O N Y. N Y?
1: B R O N I E.
2: Okay, maybe here we go. it's oh, Y. Right. It might be Y. Well, maybe look, Brony, a ma- a man who is yeah. a fan of My Little Pony television program and range of toys. So I should look up the images. Sure. Okay, so oh. <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. I
1: mean, you know, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna derive anyone for. They like uh, cosplay. For liking something that they like. Oh, if there it is. If you can build a community. There's the picture right there. Yeah. Yeah. If you can build a community and people accept you and you feel loved and wanted and it makes you a better person, then go for it. But also, like, it's a little weird. It's
0: just... it's. I think it's different because <laughs> it's this one thing. Yeah. You don't see giant Sesame Street or... Anything else?
1: Yeah, I think adults being this in a Sesame Street would be super weird, and therefore so is this. Because, like, it's a kid's cartoon, right? And you're adults, and you're, like, so super into it that you're basically furrying up the joint. <laughs> and again, if you're a furry, good for you. Not my bag. Not at all. Not even a little bit.
2: <laughs> Blame that brony. <laughs> <laughs> Brony's always getting
1: (laughs) (laughs) choked. Oh, Brony. So, yeah. So you guys all
0: caught up on Watchmen? Yes.
1: Yes.
2: You gonna talk about it? Are you gonna talk about it? Well,
1: we can talk about it without giving anything away. I gotta go blow
2: my nose, so you guys can just start it up and then, you know. I gotta go blow my
1: nose. All right. So, I don't, but I don't want to be too spoilery, because we don't know who out there who has watched it all. It is on HBO, so, right? Not
0: everyone has HBO. Anyone that has... Again, I will only say this one other time, except for every other time that we talk about it, too. (laughs) If if you've never read the comic book or watched the movie, Uh, and you're watching this and loving it, go either read the comic or watch the movie. Yeah, It is essential that you would understand some of these people's motivations and what they're doing. Uh, There are so many subtle things that I feel like watching this, like, multiple times. Oh, you have to. To get, like, some of the just small details in the background. Yeah. To understand when they said one thing, it was a double entendre to something else. And I don't know if double entendre is the correct term. Double meaning? Yeah. But, anyways. Yeah. It is so good. And one of the big things that I'm just more curious about is uh, Veet and what's going on with him
1: yeah his his he's in prison he's in some sort of a prison which once the game master showed up i kind of figured because that's i mean clearly they're that figure but that game
0: master didn't he look like a clone
1: i he probably is
0: i felt that he
1: he probably is
0: told him you are not allowed to let me leave that is your one mission yeah and so to Did, give him a challenge i yes and and so now he's trying to escape. I love... Oh, it was so eerily and creepy.
1: They showed the how he makes the clones, which was super creepy. Um, and the whole process of, of how they age and how he trains them, basically, was super interesting. Um, uh, I really loved uh, Lady True and that whole beginning first scene with her where she shows up at those people's farm. And she's basically like... I'll give you a baby. You've always wanted one. And they're like, oh, no, you can't. We can't do it. And she's I like, no, 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 it. no, no. I already did it. <laughs> and if you don't take it, then I'm going to destroy it. And then they're like, <gasps> and then she's like, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> but there, I, had, I had thought
0: I had thought something bad was going to happen to them. I thought they were going to refuse and the lady was just going to kill them. So I was kind of glad to see that, although she may be an ultra rich, maybe bad guy, because we don't know. She's at least not a yeah. straight-up murderer.
1: Right. I think she, she's probably along the lines of Veep, right? Because she bought his company, and she's an eccentric millionaire. So it's probably just a logical step in, in that process. However, um, she's just infinitely interesting, I think. Her little biome that she lives in. Well, I
0: want to know, like, I feel that this giant... Uh tower thing is going to be some sort of time travel... The watchtower? ...device. Or I mean, the they've already started talking more about you? other dimensions. Yeah. And that's where they feel the, the squids are coming from. I don't necessarily buy that, but I... F- she somehow knew that there was something crashing in that field, which is why she wanted to buy it. Yeah. I want to know what the fuck that thing was, right. and I thought that was the most interesting thing right. out of that whole exchange.
1: And did that... Was that was that in the past? Because, or was that current?
0: Uh, I feel it was current because those people knew who she was and that she was building the clock tower.
1: Right. But then the clock tower, look, that doesn't mean it wasn't in the past. It could have been just a couple of years in the past.
0: I think, though, they said that the clock tower has only been being built the past year. Okay. I don't think they've established.
1: They got a lot done in a year then because that thing is fucking huge already. Well,
0: they got those giant flying
1: drone
0: <laughs> tank things and... I don't know. I have to look back at the timeline, but it was at least enough to where Yeah, I think it was more within recent time. Right.
1: Yeah, it is it's again, you watch it, it answers like a question that you had from the last episode and then creates eight new more questions. Eight eight more new questions. That's the proper order of the words. Eight more new questions. Uh really good. Really good show. Um if you have reading the book or watching the movie will add to your experience but this show is done in such a way that you don't necessarily have to have done that it just might be slightly more confusing to you but since most of the characters are newer or like trying to forget their past sort of thing like Lori like she's just straight up like fuck fuck my past (laughs) (laughs) basically um, I don't know, you could probably go right into it and and enjoy it still, I think.
0: Did you see your boy Kevin Smith uh, trying to hype the new Masters of the Universe?
1: I didn't see him trying to hype it, but I know he's doing Oh, he the, is. The new Masters of the Universe. He's the so showrunner I, for it.
0: I I do like little uh tidbits it's of
1: uh You can come back now leaked yeah. footage. <laughs> you can just tell when you guys are done. <laughs> <clears throat> leaked footage of the show no not like
0: well i leaked footage of anything or a little behind the scenes i love pretty much just knowledge in general mm. what i don't like is when it's just hyped of nonsense so what i thought was he was going to start talking about who the voice cast is because he's just like it's insane you know when it hits the internet it's not just going to break the internet gonna break the world and shouldn't, we're living in a simulation shouldn't say that stuff <laughs> you could build everybody up to be disappointed yeah. no. oh it's just that well it oh. probably does has a pretty good cast for it but I wish I didn't need to hear this I wish I could have just heard who it is yeah And but now I, I am more curious to know who it is just to find out if it's really gonna break Kanye. <laughs> is
1: that what you just yeah. said <laughs> hmm. as Orko oh my god Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, no. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, what's all I really have he's for this week?
1: Uh, Andy Circus. <laughs> first of all, started production on Venom 2, so that is definitely happening. But, more importantly, he's also our new Alfred, which is super weird to me. He doesn't come off as an Alfred, so, like, the Alfred characters have always been, like, a certain very typecast. Like a certain type. Like Michael Cain, like a Michael Caine-esque yes. sort of character. And Andy Serkis just does not have that Yeah, same vibe to me, but he also is a person who can transform himself. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, this movie is going to be interesting. I'm still not fully on board with Robert Pattinson. Um... But we'll see what happens. (laughs) Uh, Also, Sin City, coming to television, it's been optioned, or it's been bought by Legendary, who is also doing Paper Girls and Grass Kings. Um, Frank Miller has signed a deal with them, and Robert Rodriguez is almost completely on board, too. He just hasn't signed yet. Cool. So I think if they're both on board... I think that would be interesting, because, man, they were not on board for that second one, and...
0: No, they weren't. The first one I thought was pretty good. great follow-up. But I also... I like the first one, so I don't feel like I need uh, more.
1: Well, you know, Sin City was like a whole series of books, so, like, the first movie was, like, one or two of the books, so there's a whole... And then they did A Dame to Kill For, which is a separate book. They could redo that one. Not everyone's... I didn't even see that movie. <laughs> so, it would be new to me. But then there's, like, a shit ton afterwards. But,
0: see, for me, the it, it got right to the high points where <laughs> I don't... Because what happens with adaptions is you stretch out some of the story, you add in filler sure. here or there, which they could easily do in the, that type. But I just don't know the black and white of that with certain color of things. Yeah, How... In a two-hour span, it's it's a work of art. Right. On a TV series, I don't think they'll pull off that same vibe.
1: Right. And we, who knows? They might not go for that same look for a television show. But with Frank Miller involved as the writer of the stories originally, I think that it has a higher hope of being better and following the, the feel of the books more. So, interesting. All right. Is that it for you? That's all I got. Alright,
0: so there's a great book that came out from uh, Boom Studios, Folklords, number one. And anything that has to do with kind of fantasy, I love those type of books. So, reading this, like, what is going on here? It's already set in this world, but I heard something in previews <coughs> of transporting to this world, and then I found out it's it's like the reverse. It's a flipped... Uh, script on most fantasies where a human child goes to this fantasy world. This human child goes through the cupboard or goes through this portal and they're transported there.
1: Into a book.
0: Or magic, whatever. <laughs> well, this is the opposite where these are magical, not races, but a world where Earth is their uh, fairy tale. Ah. And so this takes a, a young boy Ansel on his quest uh to find the mysterious folklords. And already was, I I liked it a lot. And with that, we're gonna pair it with uh a beer from Mother Earth Brewing called Weeping Willow. Um it is a Belgium wit. It is uh available year round A B V five percent.
1: Oh, that's love for a Belgian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's pretty good. Yeah. But Mother Earth Brewing is what really made me yeah, think ties, of pairing it. Yeah, Ties it together. Ties it in.
1: We did miss one very important piece of news that came out this week. What? Probably the most important movie in the world is being made. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. What? And it stars Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage in a movie about... Nicholas Cage.
2: Cage. <laughs> it's like being John Malkovich, but but just with Nicholas Cage
1: with Nicholas Cage caging up the bit, <laughs> caging, caging up the bit. And to me, I think this is going to be the most important movie Nicholas Cage ever makes, and I can't <laughs> wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the most Nicholas Cage thing that could happen, right? A Nicholas Cage movie about Nicholas Cage.
2: Pro- I mean, I guess.
1: I feel like this is what he's been working for. Could his you get whole any more Nicholas Cage? What Nicolas Cage are we gonna get? Are we gonna get all the Nicolas Cages? Are we gonna get the Megastar of the nineties Nicolas Cage? are we gonna get the crazy early two thousands Nicolas Cage? We're not
2: gonna get um Are the, we gonna uh, get all
1: the Nicholas Cages? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we're not gonna get the uh, the serious ones, like where the where the world's ending and the kid just like mm. knows all the things, he's like writes stuff down and, they, and the an alien. Oh, spoiler alert. The aliens come down and like <laughs> save the kids and then destroy the earth. <clears throat> it was like a solar flare is coming. So this code was given out to all these kids or whatever. But the point is, he's just a parent <laughs>
1: Yeah. In that one. We're not going to you know? no, get, get that one. Cage. We're not going to get that We're
2: not going to get somebody trying to find the constitution or save it or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope in the movie he gets trapped in a box made of solid gold with some bars on the front made of solid gold. Then some guy goes, oh my God. It's a Nick Cage. No, it's a Nicholas
2: Cage and Nicholas because there's no nickel in it. Nickel, just gold cage.
1: Did you it just says, come with that? Or? Uh, let me, yeah, me read you the I, I have synopsis. Find it a bit. Yeah. The character is desperate to get a role in a new Tarantino movie while also dealing with a strained relationship Tarantino. with his teenage daughter. He also occasionally talks to an egotistical 1990s version of himself, who rides him for making too many crappy movies and for oh not God, being we're a get it star all. anymore.
2: <laughs> he, his, this is going to be like a uh, version of him inspiring him that is a reference to the 90s or the 80s. The Cage 80s. character
1: is also under a mountain of debt and finds himself forced to make an appearance at the birthday party of a Mexican billionaire who happens to be a fan of Cage's work and secretly hopes to show him a script he's been working on.
2: This is a lot. <laughs> I can't Dude, wait
1: this for this movie is, This is already to a lot
2: of info to give uh. people. Okay. Maybe not go further than this, because <laughs> nope, that's not. a lot.
1: Yeah, I know. There is a, there's a whole, like, they pretty much posted the script.
2: <laughs> What's that all about? Is it even going to happen?
1: I don't Usually know. Usually when
2: this shit happens, it's just, I like, fan know. shit. I, I fucking... A uh, fan made...
1: It, it's Lionsgate. You know? It's coming from Lionsgate. Lionsgate.
2: Uh, well, you know, I, I, I guess that's a real thing.
1: Uh, bought the project, so... Ah, I'm so very excited. That's it. That's all I have.
2: <laughs> Nicolas Cage...
0: She yeah. was prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite lines. Because I dated a girl. that was prom queen once and I liked using that.
1: Yeah, she probably got really tired of it after a while, didn't she? Is that probably. why she's not your girlfriend anymore? <laughs> You're I didn't best. say it in front of her. Oh, okay.
0: Can, the losers write about their best.
2: Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> she was prom queen. <laughs>
0: Well, with that, the next two weeks will uh, be a little bit different types of podcasts. Uh, one will probably be a road trip one. And then we have our annual Thanksgiving Bad Movie Review. Can't wait till that comes out for that you That one is
1: amazing. Definitely keep an eye out for that yes. one. We had a lot of fun.
0: With that, stay thirsty for the weeks to come.